Greetings, this is Carl, and you are listening to Behavior Up Radio, which is the podcast for the Society of Real Financial Advisors all over the world. This is episode two in a series on below the waterline, we're calling it, on the things that you can do to increase your ability to deal with the stress and the anxiety that comes from being a real financial advisor, or that can come. I should say it that way, right? That can come from being a real financial advisor. Please go back and listen to episode one if you haven't already. Uh, it's an important. It's important for you to understand, and I don't want to rehash it here, other than to say that I've appointed myself vice president of unspeakable things, and we're going to talk about some of them, and we're going to get really specific. And this episode, on the first thing that we need to sort of get right, um, in that will help us deal with our help increase our ability to deal with uncertainty keep us around a long time help us have a long healthy productive career is exercise now there has to be a disclaimer here and this is that i don't get this right all the time i think i know (laughs) in fact i'm positive i know what to do and i do it perfectly during certain periods then i don't do it at all during certain periods and then i struggle other times so I have struggled with whether to do these episodes because I didn't want to hold myself out as somebody who was doing it perfectly. And then somebody pointed out to me, like, get over it, brother. Like, tell us. We want to hear about it. We know you don't do it perfectly. So just know that I'm a little uh, uh, reluctant and slash this is a humbling experience for me to talk about it. But let me tell you what I've learned because I have had the benefit of learning from some really smart people around this. Um, Exercise is critical, right? Movement is critical. And exercise will help you deal with your, will increase your tolerance for ambiguity. Regular exercise of the right kind. Now, the way I think of exercise, the way I used to think of exercise was, you know, three to six hours on my bike, just hammering away. And for some of you, that will, that's fine, right? And you know who you are. But for many people, that's actually depleting. Like, and I would sort of tempted to say for all of us, but I I do know one or two exceptions to this, and I'm sure there are more. I would, I just felt like I was digging myself in a deeper and deeper hole for about a decade when I rode my road bike and mountain bike really hard. Now, again, I'm not saying you can't ride your mountain bike five times a week and be super healthy. That's not what I'm saying. I, uh, what I want to focus my comments on today are exercise for health rather than exercise for fitness. I know some really unhealthy but fit people. And so that's what I want to focus my comments today. I have found the single most valuable thing I can do is walk more. It's like just move. And the compounding effect of walking for 15 minutes here and there, like four or five times a day, pretty powerful. So walking more, getting up and moving, just generally sort of movement, getting up and moving. And there's all sorts of rules of thumb, like you should make sure every 15 minutes out of 90 minutes, you're getting up and moving. So this like two or three hours at your desk sitting, bad, bad idea, getting up and moving, stretching and sort of actively moving the major muscle groups, right? Super important. But here's what I found to be the most valuable thing for me. I had, and this is not hard for you to find, let me know if you would like me to share these with you. We may put together a kind of a free guide of these because I've already paid to have them put together, but it's not hard to find online. Just high intensity interval training, 
HIT training, H-I-I-T. The New York Times just had an interesting article. I think it was like around like three minute HIT training workouts. What I've found to be really valuable is a series of body weight workouts that I had designed for me that are all sort of start to finish their 20 minutes or less, right? That includes a warm up and a little bit of a warm down, right? So I, you know, get dressed, I show up in my basement, in my kitchen, in my hotel room, I need no special equipment. And from the time I've gotten dressed and I show up till the time I'm hitting stop on my stop, I'm done, like I'm sort of, I'm done cooling off even, and I'm ready to kind of go get in the shower, is 20 minutes. And this is one of those things. Look, I know what you're thinking. If you're at all like me a couple of years ago, I was like 20 minutes, like that can't do any good. And it's really funny. Uh, it was, it, actually, it is kind of funny. Uh, one of my daughters who's so driven and so, all my kids are driven and awesome and all of those things, right, that we all feel as, as parents. But I, I can't get her to believe me that 20 minutes will help. <laughs> she just thinks she needs to go out for three hours every time. And, and I, unfortunately, I'm probably the one that taught her that, you know, five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago. So, well, she wasn't born 20 years ago, but I, I taught her over the last 10 years that. But what I'm telling you is don't, don't do that, right? Don't roll your eyes and think 20 minutes, that's not gonna help. I'm telling you 20 minutes done four or five times a week, unbelievable impact. And of all the people in the world that should know the impact of doing small, simple things repeatedly over a long period of time. Does that sound like compound interest to you, right? Like of all the people who should know the value of that, it should be us. So just adding together, walking a little bit more. If you did nothing, I'm gonna make this really simple for you. If you did nothing but walk a little bit more and then find four body weight workouts a week that you could do. And by body weight, I just mean you don't need any special equipment. Like mine are squats, plank, some push-ups, some side squats, some lunges, you know, just some pretty basic stuff. And if you'd like me to share details on that, if I get enough emails from you, maybe we'll put together a, a, a list of like 20 or 10 different 20 minute body work weight workouts and you can, and we'll put together like four different sequences of them so that you have a list. But it wouldn't be hard for you to search. In fact, we'll do a little work for you and put it in the show notes. And then I'll also put whatever links I can find on some ideas for body weight workouts. But if you did nothing but walk a little bit more, like try to get an hour of movement in a day, and if you just understood that five and 10 minutes here and there over the period of the day, uh, you know, take the stairs instead of the elevator a couple of times, like walk to lunch instead of drive. Maybe you walk to and from the office once a week. I, I mean, I don't know, but you just look for creative ways to start blending in an hour of movement a day over the day, and then a 20 minute workout four times a week. If you did nothing more than that, that will massively change your life. I'm positive of it because I've done it. I'm in a situation right now where I haven't done it for two or three months, and so this is really exciting me because I'm gonna start tomorrow. And if, and, and if any of you wanna follow up with me, please do. You know, shoot me an email and say, Carl, how's it going? You made a commitment that you were gonna start. The date for me today, just so you know, is um, Monday, December 5th. You will not, you'll be hearing this on a date later than that. But Monday, December 5th, I'm gonna start. So shoot me an email and ask me if I did. So back to it. A little bit of movement and some high, in, high intensity interval training. The reason for the high intensity interval training is instead of beating yourself up, and again, those of you who enjoy that, like I, like I do, you're gonna still do that. 
but this leaves you feeling energized instead of depleted. And I had gotten to the point where going out on two, three, four hour bike rides three or four or five times a week was actually, had left me totally depleted and drained. And again, I, maybe, it, maybe it leaves you the opposite, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna dare say most of you listening, that look, there's no reason for you to go out running for an hour. Get, get a 10 to 15 minute high intensity interval training workout that with your warm up and cool down wraps up in about 20 minutes you will feel energized after a week or two of doing that, you will feel a difference in your energy level. And that will help you be a better financial advisor. It will, it will help you deal with the uncertainty. It will help you deal with the stress. It will help you deal with anxiety and it will help you have far more energy, which is contagious around your clients. They, that's one of the reasons they like to deal with you, right? They leave feeling energized. So that is episode two of the Below the Waterline series. Again, look for some of the information in the show notes. I would love your feedback on this. If you want me to dive deeper, I want to know. Uh, if this would be helpful for you, I want to know. And we'll work it into sort of our editorial calendar for future. So that wraps up Behavior App Radio, the podcast for the Society of Real Financial Advisors all over the world.